Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another late night's session covering Invincible Season 2. I'm joined by my guests. They were with me for Episode 1, and they've agreed to return for to discuss Episode 2. I'm joined by Victoria and Osegale. Hi, guys. How's it going? Going well, going well. Excuse my head covering today. I'm in between hairstyles. I want the popcorn for dinner bodies to think I'm not fresh. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, we, we have like only two bodies that listen to us, but yeah. Uh-uh. That's what crazy. That's crazy. I'm going to bring you some more, though. I'm going to bring you some more. Thank, thank you. We, we need them. Only two bodies. Bodies, are the, body, bodies are the way to blow. If you want to blow in life, you need bodies to, to fuck with your shit. That's how you blow. Nice to have you guys back. Victoria, Thank how are you, you feeling? How, I'm how feeling... Are you? What time is it? I'm what? feeling very 10.36 p.m. No, no, oh, don't look at the time. Don't worry you know, about it. You're, you're committed to the cause. I'm feeling very hot girlish, always. Okay, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, even it's a at 10.36. You know, the grind never stops. The hotness never ceases. Let's go. Okay, I like and that. how are you feeling? Like you also, you know... I want to make sure the Me, host is I'm, ready. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Excited to talk about Invincible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I once again, you know, the episode was our boy is going through it. somehow. Okay, let, we'll get into that later. <laughs> our boy is going through it, but somehow they've added both physical and mental beating to his plates this <laughs> this season. So yeah, just a quick recap of our last week's episode on. Prime and our popcorn for dinner episode. We talked about what happened last week, which was coming back to season two mm-hmm. and seeing the possibility of the multiverse and what that opens up for us this season. And also, we talked about emotional and mental torture that Debbie and Mark have been through, and how much of the show, how much the show will focus on what they're both going through. And we also spoke about Amber. And how she was really hated in season one. Allegedly. No, she was really hated. <laughs> we didn't even put out a poll. But yeah, I'm sure if we asked her around, Amber was hated in season one. But yeah, we're ready to come back to Invincible and discuss episode two. So what did you guys think of the episode in general? Did you feel it was as... I already know my own answer. I don't feel it was as action-packed as episode one but how do you feel like it compares to episode one what did you like what was different to episode one what were you happy to see or who were you happy to see more of um i would say this episode wasn't as action-packed as episode one but in terms of quality it was still really up there right because you know it's not only about violence all the time i mean violence is good we love violence but like we like to delve into the story a little bit more and i was happy Mm -hmm. that it did that um in this episode right and the return of seismic that bro yeah like it's so funny how like mm. everybody's pulling up like stronger but nobody's pulling up smarter <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like this guy pulling up talking about he must return everything to the earth and mark is just like bro so you want to like flatten the whole planet level everything it's like nah just the stuff made of granite and he's like yo bro like that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> like, like yeah. what kind of MO is that as a feeling? Like, I feel you're trying to be environmentally conscious or whatever, but you are dumb as bricks, my guy. Like, it's, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. But uh, it was good to, you know, see Mark actually fight and not collect 
a colossal ass whooping. I feel like he handled <laughs> the magma men. I'm just calling them that. I don't know what the fuck they're called. I feel like he like handled magma yeah, or something. Exactly. I feel like he handled them pretty well in the beginning of the episode. So, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, you know. All he had was a nosebleed. By Max standards, that's almost a, a full health bar. A win is a win. <laughs> that's a flawless thing. <laughs> a win is a win. So I was happy that the episode started like that. Yeah, he really, the seismic guy really was spitting some bars. He was like, granite stolen from the earth, iron ripped from her loins. I wrote that down. I was like, ah, this guy came to give us some spoken he's, word. He's, oh, they're like, he's go, a poet. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the episode was definitely a lot more, um, you know, chill. Not really chill per se, but less action, action, action. Um, everyone, I feel like different characters kind of had some aha moments realize some things yeah. about what they were doing and whatnot um yeah i was intrigued and there, there was a lot of talking in this episode and like mm-hmm. sitting with characters and their thoughts so we we mentioned last week like okay how much are they going to deal with debbie's emotional states how much are they going to focus on mark and now we're even seeing like you know there's turmoil in atom eve's life which is funny because now that they're focusing on all these characters and their real issues, mm-hmm. suddenly Amber is very agreeable. Like she, <laughs> they've changed up her whole vibe. She's now the like, you know, do what you have to do. She's not she's not bugging Mark anymore. But now there's so many people with real problems. Mark, he, his head is fucked. Like, he's, am I my dad? Am I not my dad? Some people believe I'm my dad. Some people think I'm not my dad. And I don't even know what I believe at this point. And then Debbie, poor, poor Debbie, man. She is going through it. Mm-hmm. Atom Eve is struggling with her family. Her dad and his sexism and his big manism, everything is just killing that guy. And she's trying to help people in the way that she can, but she just can't seem to get it right, which is a terrible shame. So yeah, it feels like this was an episode for us to step back and really see how Nolan or Omni-Man fucked his family. Like th- those two people, this episode, we really saw that they are not okay and we're not going to rush into the fighting or the conflict. We're going to be made very aware that these guys are not good and that it might blow up at some point during the season. Yeah, no, Mark is definitely on the edge during, but what I did like, you know, when he was in the shadow midnight world thing, which is a cool concept, by the way, but when he was in the shadow realm and that guy was like, called him Omniman's, Omniman's son, and he was like, let me talk to you. <laughs> what did you just say? To <laughs> I said, let's go, Mark. Let's go. This no, is the energy. But, but, oh, no, that was That good. was I scary, that. though. Yeah, I was, I was, it gave a bit of <laughs> Omniman. Like, I was like, ooh, I'm frightened. But it's what, it's the energy he needs to bring because, that guy really thought he could just leave him in the shadow thing and ha 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 get out of there ha ha and he was like oh you want to play <laughs> yes I love that for him but no definitely he's definitely going through it do we speaking of Mark right mm-hmm. do we trust Cecil because Cecil said to Debbie you know I'm looking out for him if it gets too much I'm going to do this and that and I'm always <laughs> like the look as <laughs> like he's giving me right now he's like, like really <laughs> No. <laughs> Do we trust Cecil? For the fact that Donald is alive. And we don't know. People ooh, say I that's a robot. Sound. <laughs> but it's giving like clone, maybe. Because he was like, yeah. am I, why was she so surprised? Am I XYZ, XYZ? And um, yeah, maybe he's a clone. Because you know how like when the Mueller twins come in, I feel like one of them is always a bit more confused. 
So Donald yeah. was giving, I'm confused. Why is she so surprised to see me? Cecil was like, I don't know. Just face your front and go. <laughs> Donald was like, damn, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> you're, so, you're paid to do nothing. Yeah, yeah, like literally. So hmm, I don't trust that Cecil, man. Mm-mm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you the biggest mistake <laughs> you can ever make in your life is to trust a fed. If you trust a fed ever, you're fucked already. Uh, let me tell you. First of all, on a regular day, Cecil already tripping. But there are two <laughs> things he did this episode that were obvious, like, yeah, this nigga is tweaking. Like, the Donald thing, right? Like, obviously, like, I don't even know what Donald is, whether he's a clone or whether he's something else. But Donald himself is already starting to be suspicious because he's like, yo, bro, when Debbie pulled up, she was looking at me like she had seen a ghost. And this guy's like, hey, don't worry about it, bro. Debbie just crazy. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> yeah, definitely. To be fair, <laughs> Debbie is a little bit crazy right now. I can't, I can't like that. Like, he was do like, don't worry about her, yeah. man. She's... Then another thing, I don't know if you guys caught this, and this was actually a very important part of the episode for me. Remember when Mark was in Atlantis and he mm-hmm. was fighting the giant sea creature and he yeah. did that shriek that like incap- incapacitated Mark, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed. But after the fight, after Mark disobeyed Cecil's orders to go back and save the Atlanteans that were getting trampled by that big bitch, this <laughs> he he calls up the R and D department, right? And he's like, okay, like they should analyze that sound and that he wants results in like a week or something. And I feel like that's gonna be a big part that plays into this season. Because why would he want that sound? Do you know who needs stuff like that? <laughs> feds. Feds need stuff like that. He's looking for war anti-mark deterrence. And yeah. we're definitely going to come back to this at some point in this season. I'm telling you all now. So that flows perfectly into like what I was going to say about this episode. Like There were at least three different points where we saw weaknesses of Mark. So there was the screech and there was Doc Seismic at the start. And I don't know, I missed this the first time I watched the episode, but did you guys know that there was a post credit scene? Yeah. In this, uh, yeah. And then we saw a totally incapacitated Mark, yeah. like tied up Strapped and weak, up. begging for help. Yeah, so it's like, this episode was clearly showed that, you know, Mark has some weaknesses and like Segali said, they will come into play at some point during this season. It's, we're still yet to see if those weaknesses would be the same with like Omni-Man, if Omni-Man suffers from the same weaknesses. Can but, I just say though, so at the end post credit scene, there was like a, you know, female Cecil and a female Donald. Yeah. I was like, so you know the women, when we run the world, things get done. <laughs> I was like, go, women, tech women, tech, let's go. Fair enough. I, Fair enough. I, I didn't clock that. Fair yeah. the, one, the one universe where we've seen them defeated. Yeah, women, women are in that I universe. Say. Fair enough. What can I say? Fair enough. <laughs> What can I say? I, I wonder if we're going to see Omni-Man at some point this season. Like see know. our Omni-Man at least. I, I don't I think it will be a season finale. The way this season is going, really? I think it will be like his his return will either be at the end of episode four, which is like the mid-season finale, okay. or at the end of episode eight, which is when they're going to end the season. But the way it's looking, it's look like it looks like there will be a big focus on Mark and Earth. And they've barely even gone into Galactico. They've got the Martian guy that's fooling himself. Honestly, I'm yeah. not really... 
interested in that right now very strongly. When he, I don't but, even, I was a bit confused. Like, you know, first of all, so he's now like, is this shapeshifter or something, whatever. And then he came, I can't believe first of all that the Guardians let this foreign man into their headquarters. Like, are they not scared? Are they not, anyway, that's another story. He came into there and they were like, you know, tell us about yourself. I'm a human born on Earth. <laughs> I was like, God, this someone that went into there. <laughs> no, we're in trouble. Nah. And they chop yeah. and they chop the zobo. Yeah, like that. No, guardians of the of the globe, the realm, whatever they hmm, big yeah. trouble. I mean, I they I, need to. I know the guardians are stupid, but I refuse to believe that they actually think that guy's a human, bro. Like, like, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, I'm I'm also it's even so. It's so funny because the only person they've seen with similar powers was a Martian, bro. And they've seen <laughs> so it's like it's like I want to believe that they think they can use him, or that they want to get information from him. Because remember, at the beginning of the episodes, those astronauts and some high-ranking U.S. official were talking about like, oh, should they invade Mars, like a preemptive mm. strike kind yeah. of thing. So I feel like that might also come into play because you, you guys know Sisu, bro. That guy is always on some squarely shit, bro. Like there's <laughs> no like there's no other reason for that besides that in my head. And it's also so funny that because I don't know if you guys remember his human counterparts that was actually stuck on Mars, he entered his ship at some point in the episode and it looks like he's actually coming to Earth. Part of that parasitic um alien that took over the Martians to actually come and conquer it. So that might also be another story that really comes into play at this point. Like, there was actually so much that happened in this episode. Yeah. The What I do find interesting is, though, is that, like, he doesn't seem to have any ill intention towards Earth, but it feels like he has a mission that he's been told to complete, but he's not a very good soldier. So... We'll see if he has a change of heart at some point or if, like Osegali said, he's used as a pawn in the war between Earth and Mars. I I hope it doesn't seem, it doesn't end up being one of those side plots that feels like a waste of our time during the mm. season. Yeah, he's giving soft boy, not secret soldier. <laughs> Can I just say, like, before we go, before we even got into the mark and the atlanteans and everything you know one thing i've <clears throat> been wanting to say or like has been a shared sentiment is that steven yun is has been a really good voice actor as mark like probably one of the best in the show probably maybe like on par with j jonah jameson but he's been really good and there's a line in this episode that like i watched it like twice and i watched that line like five times because every time i watched it it made me laugh because it felt so real. It didn't feel like a voice actor in a booth saying a line. And it's the line where, like, Sissy was telling him about the customs of the Atlanteans. And he's like, I come out with I got a girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wrote that down. Finish, <laughs> before Sissy even finished the sentence, it's like, I come out with you. Oh, God. Uh, he's like, I got a girl. So also, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> I got loyalty. Like, what are you saying right now? Even once he landed oh in the like ocean, whatever, joined the palace, oceanic palace, whatever, he was like, yeah. Queen, I respect you, I love you, whatever, but <laughs> I gotta go back home. <laughs> I've got to go. This can't work. This can't work. <laughs> this can't this can't work. work. Yeah, that was so funny. Well, that's 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 another another woman leader in this episode. So that's like three now. Let's so, go. You know. 
this was this was the female empowerment episode of I gotta of say Invincible. though. So they had this, you know, creature that they couldn't control. Yeah. That they decided to release to fight. I was just like, if you're gonna release a creature to fight, you know, people you wanna be doing duels, whatever, at least be able to subdue it. Like so if Mark decided to release the halfway now. I know, but like, okay, so if Mark decided to just okay, they tried to kill me, I'm a dip. The whole that's the whole civilization dead now. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's the same way we have we have atomic bombs now. If anybody just lights one accidental fire near them, who are gone. Dead, bro. gone. <laughs> I'm playing dangerous games. None. So yeah, they that's that's their protection, their insurance policy against people like Mark. And also that's another even interesting because that Darkwing's nemesis has an exoskeleton that's supposed to help him even the odds against people like Mark. And we saw that that giant beast was beating Mark. And Mark isn't even unbeatable. This guy is getting decked by like Mauler twins and everything. And like we already said, there's already been three incidents of things being used to almost render him powerless. Mm -hmm. So (sighs) my brother, I don't know where it's going to become necessary for him to be seriously beaten up, but... Yeah, he was. He has never been invincible. <laughs> this season's not the season he will become invincible. I'm In fact, I feel like they're about to show us just how not invincible he is. However, though, did you notice that the logo? So at the start, you know, like last season, it was just blood splatter. But this season, yeah, it's like brick, it's like a it's brick, whatever cracking. thing, cra- yeah, crumbling. So maybe he's gonna like emerge as actually invincible instead of just at the end of the season, the fuck up, you know. Yeah, so my, my maybe that's a clue. But but one thing I find interesting though is that like they've been keeping Mark like really focused on Earth and focusing on the Earth side of the story, which I think is smart. But I'm also intrigued because from everything I've heard of people who read the comics and like little comments on the internet, Viltrumites get stronger as they get older and they age slow as they get older. So there's no amount of training that Mark is going to do that's going to help him beats Omni-Man like he's just not going to be as strong as Omni-Man and I wonder because last last the conflict with this thing is is Earth going to lay down for Viltrumites to come and like control us basically and if our strongest guy Invincible is basically the youngest Viltrumite then we have next to no I don't want to hear anything about that for the lens immortal man uh, we'll get to him later but yeah we have no hope against the, the Viltrumites if Mark is our is our number one asset let's put it like that did you say next to no hope there's no hope no there's yeah. no hope at all. I think you guys said that Omni-Man isn't even the strongest Viltrumite let me tell you realistic so I have a theory and mm-hmm. I think this is the only way that like Mark might be able to beat Omni-Man in a fight he has to cheat that's all. <laughs> That's all he can do. So maybe he's going to like phone a friend, you know? Maybe he's going to call up like seven other marks or he's just going to find a mark Fair. that's actually stronger than Omni Mark, like through like Angstrom. Let's say Angstrom has a change of heart and they decide to work <laughs> together to stop the future mice. So maybe Angstrom is going to be like, okay, like I actually know this universe where there's a mark that's actually stronger than Omni-Man. He might actually pull up and help you type shit, but like, if it's our mark, oh no, the, uh, why, yeah, why finish? Why finish? They will read him his last right, for sure. 
Fair. Mark, speak. Okay, now that we've talked about like Angstrom has come up, we've talked about Mark, and we're coming to like what we what the final conclusion of the show and even maybe this season is. The whole Angstrom interrogation of Mark at the end, he was trying to find out information on how they defeated him mm-hmm. and Omni Man, right? So that is scary to me because like we've already said, that means in all the the brains inside this guy's head. There's no universe where they have beaten Omni-Man and Mark. In all the brains in his head, they had to. He had to find one where it's like, okay, I have to interrogate this guy and ask him how they beat that, how they beat him. But there's also a couple of interesting things Mark said there, and like a second he brought up where maybe he cheats and brings seven of himself to fight against Omni-Man because in that interrogation, Mark said they just wore him and Omni-Man down, meaning that there's only one of Omni-Man. And if there's constants, if he's constantly defending himself, he has, like they said, they have to sleep at some point. Mm-hmm. They just need something strong enough to restrain Omni-Man and Mark, which we have, they have Mark restrained and God knows what they've done with Omni-Man. That one, they probably killed him straight. But yeah, I wonder what, what Angstrom's final goal is because surely he knows our mark right now is not some unbeatable force like if he wants to take him down he can take him down so i I don't know what he's asking these serious serious questions for if it's just to defeat mark maybe he wants to defeat all the marks and omnimans and all the dimensions <laughs> then yeah then he's a very brave he has a lot of time let me say that he's fueled by the rage of a thousand men he's ready to go ten thousand that's a lot of rage yeah. <laughs> like he's ready to wipe them off the map of the universe. <laughs> Angstrom, man. And jokes aside, this guy killed a lot of himself. So it's only one person we're even going to be seeing. He's not going to be, he's not going to have a multiverse version, which I think is going to be an interesting point to this season because we've seen, We've already seen a couple evil marks. We mentioned how scary it was when Mark did that whole thing in the dark dimension. So we're definitely going to see multiversal versions of a lot of our heroes, I believe anyway. We're going to see different marks. We're going to see different Omni-Men, different Atom Eves, different Ambers, and maybe different Debbies. Our girl. Which of the girls? Who? Our girl Eve. Because she really went through, oh, yeah. first of all, can I say once again, one minute, sec. because she was really transforming, <laughs> you know, pinecone into alcohol, you know, this is an innovative woman. And even when they pulled it from the tree, automatically opened a woman Open, yeah. in tech. We love that for her. But I felt, I mean, I felt bad for her when she like made the playground and then, you know, found out that it was actually a sinkhole. But I was like, girl... You're not a geologist now. As a geologist here, I'm speaking, you know, from experience and knowledge. You have to be surveying okay. the land. You can't just be building on top of anywhere as per savior, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm glad you brought that up, Vicky, because again, it goes back to what I mentioned in the first episode, right? About the hubris of people with power. Like, mm-hmm. you feel like you can do everything and anything because you have the power too. But that doesn't yeah. mean what you're going to do is going to work. Or it's going to be right. Like, and and that goes back to the whole thing with Eva and her dad, right? She's telling him that I can't provide anything. I can do this. I can do that. And he's like, bro, you didn't even know 
you couldn't build a, a playground on this place because the ground is unstable. But because you have these powers and you can turn apples to gold or whatever the fuck, you think you can do anything. <laughs> you think that the rules don't apply to you. And life doesn't work like that. Not that I'm siding with Eve's dad. Like, the nigga yeah. is, is sexist, misogynist, whatever. <laughs> with the fragile ego. I can't ego. believe they threw away the food. Yeah. I was like, yo, yeah. even the golden apple? Like, yeah, but I don't in, know what this bread was going on. But in that particular moment, he was speeding. Yeah. I can't lie. I think it was even more painful that it came from her dad because she was just like, that's like yeah. a double blow. It's like, not only have I like, I don't think anyone died, but people definitely got injured, yeah. right? Not only have I yeah. like injured people, and I know like the face of the woman and the kid were in the newspaper or whatever, but it's not my dad that's telling me this. Like, nah, that's tough. Yeah, that shit hurt it. She's, mm-hmm. she, <laughs> she's OP though. Like they really, like her powers are, she has one of the, I, I, I think I'd actually prefer to have her powers than Invincible or Omni-Man's powers. Yeah, she's, for sure. She's very, very OP. Yeah, her powers yeah. are broken. Like, broken is hell. Because she can literally do anything. Which, yeah, like, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, that's a good power. Which which of the other girls are there? Amber, There's we already Amber mentioned now. Amber. They, you know, they switched up her vibe. But Amber is such she's a She's giving such a sweet lovable. girl. Yeah, they <laughs> flew her to faux Paris. And I was like, ooh, oh, they flew it out. Yeah. If Invincible is a better man than me, when she was like, oh my God, you took me to Paris, I'll be like, yeah, baby, you know, that's how I do. She goes in see the Vegas stuff. She goes in But she didn't know. You know? Oh, no, but God. she would have known now. Yeah, eventually, you know, romance yeah. like superhero romance. You understand? <laughs> you don't need to buy flight yeah. tickets. You don't need visa. You just, just pull up. Just, <laughs> just pull up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Amber's Amber's very supporting now of of Mark. Yeah, now, but she's in see, the know. All, all she wanted, honesty. all she wanted, was a bit of communication. communication. Yeah, honesty. <laughs> It's so simple. <laughs> Communication and honesty. And then and now he's got a supportive girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. She was like, do what you need to do, baby. You you know. It's so easy, guys. <laughs> Just communicate and be honest. Be honest. Yeah. Communicate. Honest. Conversate. It's so it's yeah. so it's so funny. I feel like I feel like another thing that was so funny in this episode is how we are literally seeing Mark becoming a corporate slave. <laughs> 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 This guy just flew his girlfriend to Vegas. Talk about, I'm, I'm on call, babe. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> There's a whole superhero team, bro. What do you mean you're on call, bro? Yeah. That's no, literally, that's, 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 that's so sad. Even on the Mark day, is he picked becoming... up the call. I was like, ah, after flying me to Paris. And I don't know if he's doing too much to try and impress this or to prove that he's not his father. Yeah, but like, I think man, he is. You, you, can, you can live your life, man. He actually, he just graduated. Like, he's Bro. about to go to college. Yeah. He must be resting. For your mom to tell you. He's going to bank college Bro. like him. <laughs> for, for your mom to tell you that you need to chill on work, bro. That is insane. Yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> like, even when his mom was like, since when did you start drinking coffee? And it was like, since when, since when I got my parts. I don't blame him, child. That's how it feels to turn 21. Yeah, man, Life yeah. just jams you yeah. from the yeah, like Crazy all stuff. the responsibilities, adulting and shit. It's not cute. Oh, uh, poor, poor, poor Mark, but but yeah, Amber's Amber's really sweet now. Shout out to her. Shout yeah. out to communication, shout and out relationships. To our city girl Kate. 
Yeah. Hey, yo, yeah. yo, I, I'm okay, glad wait, you wait, brought I'm that up. Right. Wait, no, no. wait, wait. I'm going to speak about this. But before we before we speak about this, we'll go into like a couple of questions from our listeners, right? Okay. So we had a couple of questions sent in last week, so we'll we'll try and discuss them. And one of them has to will bleed into the whole Kate thing. Okay. So, for, City first girls. things first, right? <laughs> There's a section dedicated to immortal. So first things first is. <laughs> Is Immortal good at his job? Because I don't even know what job this question is referring to. Because to me, there's two jobs. One of them is just being Earth's protector. And mm-hmm. I can't lie. Every time we've seen that guy come up against anything, Omni-Man has had to save him. And anytime he's come up against Omni-Man, Omni-Man has killed him. So his his credentials are looking a bit mm, so and so. He might he might only have age on his side. Mm-hmm. That might be the only thing that's giving him respect. Years of experience. Experience. Yes. At getting decked. And then <laughs> the second job is leading the Guardians of the Globe. Yeah. So we haven't seen enough of that. So we don't yet know. But he also he's also part of the guys that allowed that Martian shapeshifter to just bounce in. Yeah. That's like telling them nonsense. So um, well, this guy might be a fraud. He, sh- he should be on fraud watch. Literally. And for me, that's even... It's so crazy that he was there because he has literally been killed in this their lab. And they have brought in he a stranger. More, yeah. Like, you don't... I think that was, like, one of the most w- what is going on right now moments for me in the episode. I'm like, homeboy, they have slaughtered you and your crew in this lab. And you brought in some stranger talking about... Tell me about yourself. I mean, I would say this, though. They're desperate. Yeah, that's one thing. They're desperate. That's one. And two, in terms of immortal, yeah, like, he's... He's he's a fraud. Like I don't think there's any argument, <laughs> any way to sugarcoat it right now. But to be fair, the odds he has been facing have been kind of crazy. Also, I'm not even gonna lie. Like mm. his only power is really to not die. That's not really a power if you think about it. That just means you're just gonna be suffering more than the average person. <laughs> like so, like I can't really say he's a fraud because his power is already fraudulent. Like. Like not dying, like not dying. Yeah, you're gonna get years of experience. But if a nigga that can pull up and shoot laser beams from his eyes pulls up on you, there's no mm. experience that's helping you do shit, bro. Like that's just the simple fact of the matter. Or a nigga that can slice off your head with his hand. I mean, like, bro, what are you gonna do? You can only dodge so much. Like, like, yeah, you won't die. But what are you gonna <laughs> learn? What yeah. are you gonna learn when you come back? Especially, <laughs> let's say, like, bro, if you die for three months, there's not gonna be that much technological advancement. That nigga is gonna fuck you up again. So, <laughs> so it's, it's hard for me to say he's a fraud. Yeah. But also, I can say that he's suffering from tunnel vision right now. Like, mm-hmm. that nigga's only focus right now is on Mark, which is, yeah, which is fair. Which is fair enough, but at the same time, it's like, yo, bro, like, you have to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, this nigga Mark is dangerous. Fine and good, but you are forgetting that, like, there are other threats facing Earth every day. I am the leader of the Guardians. You can't just be like, oh, shit, I have to watch my back because Mark is here. Nigga, you got to watch other shit too. Yeah, he's not focused. Instead of him to be focusing on training them, well, he's there smashing uh, kids' cheeks. <laughs> The numerous chicks I, in the bathroom. I, okay, so speaking of that, right? This is a serious HR. This, Actually, I'm upset. <laughs> this, is an HR. This, <laughs> this is a serious HR problem. Yeah, what's he? Wh- why? 
the leader of the team. I can't lie. That, that's not call me off guard, bro. I'm like, I didn't so even know. So off guard. The, I didn't even know. The leader of the team, the oldest in the team. Literally. Like, he needs, he has he has some explaining to do. Bro. So much explaining to do. Like, I'm like, bro, like, I cannot believe this nigga is smashing cake. I didn't even think this nigga used to fuck. I thought he was just mad serious. I thought he <laughs> was, was just, focused, right? I thought, was just, I thought he was just a focused <laughs> guy. I'm like, bro, you are clapping. You are clapping chicks in the shower, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the comfort of your own home, bro. You're doing this shit in the office. Actually, actually I, I, I can't lie. Victoria is right. Because when you think about it, somewhere that you've died before, isn't there some trauma attached to that place? How can you be relaxed enough to clap? I mean, that nigga, that nigga been dying, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's, so he's used to dying. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't nah. think. I mean, I guess he's, he tried to whip them into shape, kind of. But for the fact that Cecil is still kind of like, he sent them against, was it the lizard people? And he was like, are you yeah. sure they're, um, who was it? Was it Donald? Someone asked him, are you sure they're ready? Cecil was like, guy, if they're already dead. <laughs> I don't know. They have to try, you know, figure it out. So, no, I think we can say maybe he's in recovery still, you know? Maybe he's still getting his Recovery from what, though? From his death. From his last death. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to say recovery from, like, I don't know. Let me not even say what I was going to say out loud. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, but it's, it's, he's also the strongest with the current cast of like the Guardians, the Guardians. of the Globe. Mm. So no one can really chat to him. And even Mark, I don't know if Mark can beat him at this very point. <laughs> no. In <the> time. <laughs> uh, nah. Even in the in the first episode one, the other dimension they were in, um Immortal was still, you know, landing some serious blows. Only man had to come and yeah. show him who was boss and then, you know. So Mark in this dimension, definitely not. Cannot beat him. Impossible. You know some something that's happened since this season started is that I've been scared to So basically like one of the questions we got from the viewers is like, do we think that Mark that at the end of this season, Mark will be a villain like our mark would be a villain to the people on earth or our mark would be a villain to Cecil and the rest of the Guardians of the Globe and one thing I've been scared to do is like go and watch the trailers that were out before the season started because I feel like if I watch it I might see one or two things that will be like ah uh, there'll be a hint here a hint there and I'll be able to like suss out the ending but you might see a different dimension you mark you might not be seeing our mark it could be a that's different right. dimension yeah, you're seeing. in the trailer yeah but basically yeah that's the question what do you guys do you guys think that there is a possibility that with everything they've been hinting that's it could it could be a thing of like mistaken identity or like oh, oh. you know like something that happened to spider-man in no way home or something like that where mm. everyone now sees our mark as a villain mm. and i think that's something that is actually possible as an ending to this season for me personally i think he's gonna crack he has not been to therapy he's working like a dog for cecil that man is gonna yeah. crack i think he's gonna become a villain or villain adjacent I, I hope, what's the I what's hope the middle cracks ground? in the crying way and not the, the crying, killing way yeah, I no i think he's gonna be unhinged i don't think i don't think mark is gonna become a villain this season anyway because it's like right <laughs> now it's just an emotional jumble like he's a fucking mess he doesn't have <laughs> the mental capacity to become evil right now. Like, that nigga will probably just cry. Like, <laughs> like that's how it seems to me. Like, he's obviously, he's shown signs of, like, tripping and cracking and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he's just having that internal battle of really not being his dad. And he has the wherewithal to not just say, fuck it, right? Because... 
again, like the Atlantis yeah. example. Those guys literally set him up, but he was like, nah, I can't leave them. Like, then that diffused the whole purpose of what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm trying to be a real hero now. And that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. Like, are you only going to be saving people you fuck with or are you saving everybody? So, yeah. yeah. I think Cecil will push him to the edge, sure. Yeah. I have a feeling Cecil is really going to... Maybe when he's... Yeah, the, 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 there is going to be a conflict between him and Cecil mm-hmm. this season, for sure. For the fact and he's still controllable. For the fact he's looking into sounds to, you know, hold Mark, I think they're going to come to... <laughs> is this your zooming for me? Don't trust the feds. I've been saying it. <laughs> no. But now, what do you think? You think he's going to be evil, me? good? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think the that is very much being hinted at. I don't know if it's going to be by him cracking or it's just going to be another load on his mind where he gets tricked into doing something or oh. there's a worldwide broadcast where it shows Mark doing something or Cecil has some incriminating footage or audio of him and releases it. I just feel like that's something they will just dump on him and then they will now fly out to space and then they will now start indoctrinating him. Like, you see, these Earth guys, they're useless. This <laughs> and that. Um, uh, Come over to the winning cooked. team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, that's that's what I think, at least. I think that would be an evil thing to do to Mark. But well, that guy, he seems to be our punching bag. So, might as well keep going. Then last but not least, actually, there's two more. Debbie. One of them is, I did not write this question, but it says, is Atom Eve just a superhero Karen? I don't know what this person meant, but like, feel free to discuss amongst yourselves. I wouldn't say Eve is a superhero Karen. I think she's just young, right? Like yeah. these that's another thing. These yeah. guys are just graduating from high school. They're babies. Their man. frontal lobes are very much not developed. <laughs> so like they are mm-hmm. all they are gonna do some dumb shit, even when they're trying to do good. Mm-hmm. It just like that example of her making it playground for the kids, but not knowing the ground is unstable. Yeah, you're gonna not really think that shit through if you're a kid. So I don't think she's a Karen per se. I think her powers are just so like broken that like she knows she can do anything she wants. And right now she's because of also rebelling against her parents and stuff. She's just trying to fast track helping everybody she can. But at the end of the day, with that fast tracking, when you have powers that are that dangerous. It runs the risk of skipping those checks and balances that can prevent things like that from happening, right? But I think that happening in this episode is going to help her mellow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I like think things through a lot more. So we might get like her, you know, getting more balanced with how she uses her powers a lot this season. But I don't think she's a Karen. I think, again, she's just (laughs) young and dumb. Yeah. And she's still also like going through. I don't know. I can't remember what the time difference is between last season and this season. A couple of months, maybe. But, like, she went yeah. through some serious shit last season. I think she's still, like, recovering. So, and she's also young. Like, I wouldn't quite. I think Karen is quite a harsh, a harsh, you know, boxer. Speaking of Atom Eve, I will encourage everyone who, like me, missed the Atom Eve prequel mm. to go back and watch it or to go watch it. Because, yeah, it's fun. It's not necessary, but, like, it's fun. And 
there's some little things here and there, like the Lizard League make a proper appearance there. So it's a fun little thing. Guys, I one thing I do wish though, because we don't watch the we don't have trailers for like the next episode, so we can't really guess and predict what's going to happen in the next episode. But I'm really itching to find out what happens in the in episode three of this season. Because I know they have the nastiest cliffhanger waiting for us in episode four. Mm-hmm. I feel like I think within the Guardians of the Globe, there's gonna be some mayhem, you know. I feel like is his name Rex? He's yeah. really gonna, you know, loosen things up because that guy that guy is irrelevant, man. I just <laughs> he's, to me it's just comedic relief. No, you're not yeah. going for sure. But I feel like there'll be some, you know, rumblings in there which will also affect I guess Mark indirectly because he's going to have to pick up the slack eventually I feel like Cecil has been sending him on solo missions because um, I haven't seen any of the other Guardians when he's doing his own fighting so I don't know if he's scared to like put them together because of what happened with Omniman and the other Guardians maybe he's like let me just keep them separate for now we can have like you know, round two of what happened <laughs> just a few months ago so yeah i think mark will he crack next episode i don't know I, well if they're going to college i think it'll be interesting to see what the college dynamic will be i don't know if amber is still gonna be i don't know if they'll have time like i don't know how they're gonna actually really work because you know college is a bit more hectic than high school i don't know if they'll have time for each for other sure. he, <laughs> leaving me. what do you want to say <laughs> No, no, no. I agree that college is definitely more hectic than high school. But that's when you actually are a serious student in college, bro. If you want to just be there, if you want to be j- in college, fucking around, you you have that option. <laughs> you have that option completely. But then again, I feel like Amber is a pretty serious-minded person, especially with like yeah. all the political stuff she's trying to get into. So yeah, that mm. could definitely be a strain on their relationship. Yeah, and I Mark th- is definitely not going to have time though. Like I know that right. for yeah. sure. Mark is a corporate slave. <laughs> He's done. I think bro. that's going to be an issue, and I feel like if they break up, because I feel like Amber really helps to ground him in a way. So I feel like, and I mean also stress relief, you know. But I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like if they break up, <laughs> if they break up, like that's going to be another thing that's like on Mark, and it's going to be. Yeah, leading him closer to, you know, the cracking point. The edge. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Omniman needs to just pop up. Just a little, hey, <laughs> how, y'all, how y'all been? Um, I think Debbie, Debbie definitely gonna... I mean, she's already yeah, kind Debbie. of broken down. She went through with this episode, Twice. though. Yeah, she did. Because, honestly, it was giving 13th reason from the mailbox alone. And also, yeah. actually, I have to say, you know, when she was doing that, her open house thing, and that guy... What did he say? Yeah. He told, let me even, I feel like I wrote it down because I was so upset. First of all, he stuck his hand out as in he was like, Shh. as in, um, he, was doing, he did that to Debbie as in she should shut up. I said, wow. Okay. Really? Yeah, he stuck his hand out. I was like, ah. And then he told his babe, when you earn the money, you when you earn the money, you can decide where we live. I was like, women, please, you can't be financially dependent on these men. You got to earn your own bag. You know? He said, he said beggars was, he said, beggars can't be choosers, baby. <laughs> Please, you can't actually yeah. be dependent. 
Oh, I'm actually surprised. Shirk. You know, I can't lie. I thought Debbie was going to slap him or something. Same. Like, I really thought she was going to hit him. Literally, because cause she now said that she's not your pet. I know. Hmm. Debbie was triggered that episode, actually. So yeah, she's really going she through it. Um, she's, I feel, I don't know if they'll put a strain on her relationship with Mark. Because I feel like seeing Mark reminds her of Omni-Man. Because he's also doing the whole, like, going on missions, leaving XYZ, coming back beat up. Um, Because when he tried to comfort her at first, when she was crying in the kitchen after <laughs> the dishes were broken on the floor. This time I knew that woman was in distress. There were glass shards on the floor and she sank to the floor and cried. Yeah, it's very it's giving tough times. But when he tried to con- um comfort her, she like kind of flinched at first, I think, or she I can't remember exactly what he did, what she did, but yeah, I feel like there's also gonna be a strain on their like relationship as mother or son, which will also be like sad for Mark because I feel like he needs as much support as he can get from people around him. Um so it'll be interesting to see how Debbie and Mark, if like anything comes a bit more rocky in the next episode, I'm interested in seeing. He might be asking her, why did you cry? I believe Mama? I believe in I believe in Debbie's love for Mark. So I, I don't I don't think there will be a a big thing. I think they'll Fingers both support first. each other yeah. through, through this tough time. They through this it. very tough time. Final thoughts on episode two. Any hope for episode three? Any <laughs> Thing that caught your attention, you want to point to? Would you mention this earlier? But Mark's middle name, yeah. B. Sebastian, is fucking random. <laughs> it's random. Random as fuck, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And, and what? Amber's one, what was Amber's one? Justine. Justine, yeah. With Suter. Sebastian and Justine. You know, as a bad bitch. You've got Justine Sky. You've got Amber, Justine, Sebastian. whatever her last name is. Yeah. Bennett's Amber Justine Bennett's I can't like you know this is how I know like I've been watching too much of Gen V when Mark threw his graduation cap <laughs> up and then it zoomed into the principal's face I was like oh this thing's going to fall out kill him right yeah, like, yeah. on the graduation <laughs> yeah, I'm actually scared for the next two episodes because I, I hate like cliffhangers man especially when I can see the like they've told me I need to wait this amount of months I'm really not looking forward to how they're going to end it in episode 4 when is episode 5 coming out do we know like what's I the I don't month? know I know it's next year sometime next okay, year it could be know. January is next year no that was just a couple of months away definitely not that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think it'll be that. I think they'll make us wait some more oh wow okay interesting interesting yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. I want to see more fights. What I really like about Invincible, so I like special effects. And you know, like, how they, like, shred people. You see the eyeballs gouged out. Brains yeah. and hat is... I'm like, yeah, more of this, more of this. So I'm excited to see what new ways they're going <laughs> to... Why are you leaning? Do we need to cause someone to, to kill people? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just like, you know, the art of animation is just so amazing, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I also, I also want to bring this up. You know, even though the Atlantean beast was whooping Mark's ass at first, I'm happy he got his link back, you know. Small wins. <laughs> Small, Small wins. wins. Yeah, he, he finally beat someone Small up. wins. Yeah. Shout out to Mark. He's trying, you know. Oh, he's trying. We'll get there eventually. God damn. He actually had a couple of wins this episode, right? The seismic guy, the big beast, 
he's you know stepping up in the world yeah you know a wise man once said you can't just get in better one time you have to step up to step up to step up <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 on that note i actually think we should end them so that's perfect you can't just get better one time <laughs> step up step up step up all right guys thank you for coming thanks for making time to share your expertise on Invisible with our listeners. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you, Segali. Do you have any parting messages for our listeners? <laughs> Give your hearts. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. 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 Ah, we're not even going to... Okay. Let's, let's, fin- let's wrap this up and then we'll speak about what Segali just said. Victoria, any parting messages? City girls up. <laughs> City girls up! Shout out Kate, man. Her, her spot is secured in the Garden of the Globe now. Yeah, city girls up. Um, stay winning. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I'm about to and peace out, man. Bye. Later. Bye.